This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 68, with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Jared, did you like the intro to last episode? Did you ever listen to it? Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> it's, been, it's been two weeks, man. What have you done? <laughs> I told you. I said, hey, listen to it. I want to know how you, what you think of it. I listened to every episode, but I've not listened to this one yet. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's after I said my name, I did. I put a little clip in. And then after I said your name, or after you said your name, I put a clip in. Hmm. And then, is it something you think I would not approve of? No, I just wanted to know what you thought. It was about you saying, "Oh, I said, oh, Andy Kirby, hey, are you ready?" And you said, "Jared Mayo." Le- wait, let me finish this Oreo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! <laughs> <laughs> they come in low fat now. <laughs> well, I guess we didn't get a lot of feedback about the new intro. No, no. <sighs> Not that, I mean, no one has called me. What did your brother say? Oh, he hasn't even talked to me. He's, he's got other stuff going on, so. Oh, he always has something to say. I know. I know. Well, I think his oven exploded, didn't it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I think his oven, like, doesn't work now. Why is that? They the, All the power went out, and it affected their oven. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we He's have actually... been having terrible rainstorms around here. Hmm. That could explain why the mail from you comes so late. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with that, man. <laughs> Every time you send me mail, it's like eight weeks late. <laughs> it should be like two days. for At the most. <laughs> I know. I know. It's That's crazy. Here, I'll put the letter in the mailbox, and then like five days later, maybe you'll hear if I asked you if you got it. Usually, five days later you ask, I say no. Five days later I call you and say, have you gotten it returned? About 15 days later it shows up. Yeah, that's weird, man. It's just a letter. I I think it's because, like, you're really far out there. No, I I mail these things at, like, the blue mailbox around the corner of work. <laughs> but, yeah, but aren't you almost on a – don't you have to drive over a bridge to get to to you? No. I think you've told me, you've called me when you've been on a bridge before. Yes, no, okay, yes. I may have called you while I was on a bridge. Okay, <laughs> New, to get to New Orleans, you have to, okay, all right. Yep, I was right. No, if you fly into New Orleans, then you have to go on a bridge to get to me. But if you drive, then you don't have to go on a bridge to get to me because there's a bridge in between me and New Orleans. So you just drive on the bridge for fun and Only- then call me. When I am coming from New Orleans to where I live. Okay. Yes. So do you live farther south? No. The bridge is further south. So do you mail it on the side of the bridge towards Ohio or towards the water? Towards Ohio. Okay. So that's not going to work then. <laughs> no, that's... No, I live on a place they call the North Shore. Okay. There's the South Shore, obviously, and the North Shore, and then the West Bank. What about the East? No, 
They got nothing. Actually, they do have something because the West Bank is on the east side of the river. Hmm. Maybe all the mail's being sent to the east, and then there's no east. Maybe. It could be like just a giant nothing out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I don't know, but our local post office says we do not receive any taxpayer funds. Why? I don't know. So we can't blame them. (laughs) So wait a minute. Where are the funds coming from? That's what I was thinking. Is this the guy who hits on you who is trying to... No, no, no. I don't go back there anymore. I go to the Enan post office. Oh, Enan. Oh. Because I was going to say, maybe he's just trying to impress you. (laughs) We don't accept uh, funds from the government. Guess what? No taxpayers paying my salary. I'm independently wealthy. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm pretty sure my taxpayer dollars do pay for this building. I wonder if it says no federal tax money. That just means it's local. Hmm. Well, but there's like five people that leave, live in Enon. Right, but... Oh, wait, that's the one that has the sign? So they... Yeah, so they can't all pay for the post office. <laughs> <laughs> Those five people. <laughs> they're like, listen, we're not getting that much mail, okay? So... <laughs> and they close early. Whenever I go, they're always closed. They close at four. Wow. No, yeah. we have one of those around here that's like that. We have one in, uh, you know, in Covington, downtown Covington. That's the big one. And then, can you hear that? Hear what? Okay, you can't hear that. There's a giant. Somebody is rolling a garbage can down the middle of the hall right now. Actually, <laughs> it's it's the it's the janitorial service. So it's not just somebody. It's the janitorial service. Well, don't they know that you're the boss now, and they need to listen to you and. Regardless of what they know and don't know, <laughs> they're still rolling things down the hall. You should put a sign on your door that says, I accept no federal tax dollars. <laughs> I, that's true. I should, because right now we're having a problem with like the federal tax, with the VA. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, VA, I accept no federal tax dollars. <laughs> it's crazy. So what's going on with you? Well, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. We we had our anniversary, Jennifer oh. and I did. Oh, wow. Ten years. Right on. No. Five. Seven. seven. Three. Seven. Yeah. Yep. Do you know when our anniversary is? Sure. It's uh in the past few, two weeks. Dude, it's 616. Ah! Oh! Yeah! I <laughs> should be able to remember that from now on. Yeah, it's 616. That's fantastic. Yeah, I thought we kind of planned it like that, you know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you and your bride felt it was important. <laughs> she didn't even know how to spell 616 when we got married. Wow, that's that's pretty, that's speaking very highly of her. No, because she just didn't know very much. She knew about superheroes, but she didn't know to the lengths that I was. <laughs> to the lengths. Yeah. <laughs> So she's there now. Oh, that's good. She can spell 616 forward and backward, you know? Wow. That's impressive. So we had that, and I surprised her with Backstreet Boys tickets. Backstreet's (laughs) back. Again. All right. Backstreet's back again. Oh. They just don't go away. Oh. This is the third time she's seen them this year. This year? Yeah. In 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, in the past 12 months. Okay, all right. So the fiscal year. Yeah, yeah, we we went, it was, uh, because they were going on tour, we're like, oh, it'll be the last time 
praise God, you know, they'll be going on tour. So we went in August, and then they did a show in Cleveland, a small, like, hard rock cafe show. Right, you gotta go there, yeah. So I, I didn't go to that one, but she went, and then... They announced they're coming back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they were just here. <laughs> wow. Away. They're going so, to Cleveland again? No, it was actually in Cincinnati. Oh, Denati. Got it. Yeah, but I told her, you know, we just we just saw Backstreet Boys. I just seen Cher. Like, the money and the concert budget is not there. So she had just fully come to terms with not going, and then I just woke her up and hit her in the face with tickets. <laughs> here! <laughs> Wow, and we were thirteenth thir- row center, so she was pretty pretty pumped. So wait, you already went? Yes. How come yeah. you didn't send me a picture this time? Did I send you a picture last time? You sent me a picture of the share concert. Oh yeah. Well, this right. is Backstreet Boys. I knew you didn't want that. <laughs> right, but you knew I wanted a share picture. Yeah, I was gonna try and send you video, but it wouldn't show up. So. I I just don't understand what kind of relationship you think we have. <laughs> that's awkward (laughs) you know you don't you didn't care about my share experience (laughs) i it took me a long time to figure out what it was even after you told me oh okay i like was looking at it i think we talked about this it was like some something to a play it was very ornate and i was like did he go to broadway what's going on here what kind of is this circus delay or whatever it's called it's it was the share concert was kind of like cirque de soleil cirque de soleil that's what it is yeah it's just kind of a circus wow a free-for-all if you will it was kind of crazy yeah yeah because she's not like a spring chicken well, yeah, and but she's not like a performer like the Backstreet Boys or Tina. She's not running all over the stage. She's like, I'm going to stand here, and then you can see the circus stuff around me, and I'm going to walk over here and stand, and you can look at the circus stuff around me, and then I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but are she's... you a fan of her music? Is that is that what the deal is? Oh yeah, I like Cher. She's she has good songs. She's not the performer like tina but she has good song what's your favorite song by tina or share share um it's called heart of stone okay. are you a big share fan i'm an aficionado i wouldn't say i'm a fan aficionado now, now describe the difference between a share aficionado and a share fan well a share fan probably enjoys the music and aficionado just knows everything about it you know everything about share no absolutely not no well, you just said you were aficionado. I. <laughs> you just said aficionado. I thought you were gonna just keep going and ignore that. <laughs> well, obviously you have aficionado. <laughs> That's why the mail isn't getting here. You've got aficionado. <laughs> You're making my stomach hurt. What's going on with you, man? You're not having any expired oatmeal, are you? I'm not. No, I decided not to. I um. After our last, uh, <laughs> after our last podcast, uh, talking about like um, the <laughs> DNA swab test that you did, yeah, <laughs> I really started thinking about it, and I talked to a friend of mine. Uh, and have you heard of like the keto or ketosis or ketosian diet? No. Okay. All right. So basically, you want your body to go into something, not go into. That sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> begin the ketosis process 
and I guess that's when you metabolize fat is what my cursory understanding of this is. Like you metabolize fat instead of uh, sugars and carbohydrates for energy. Yeah. Okay. Got it? Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So apparently you have to train your body to metabolize fat with a low-carb, high-fat diet. So your sugars and everything is a no-no. So your pasta and your breads and everything. But then um, you, if you eat like a high-protein, high-fat, like meats with high-fat content, then your body's going to use the fat for, for energy instead of the carbohydrates. And then it will start to use some of your stored fat as well, I guess, is the idea. Okay. Okay. So that's, you've never heard of any of this, and this doesn't sound scientifically sound to you at all. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so it sounds like witchcraft. Okay, got it. <laughs> so, Was it a witch that told you this? <laughs> what? Was it a witch that told you this? A warlock. No. <laughs> it was the janitor rolling the trash can down the hallway. <laughs> So anyway, I've been trying to just see, and I haven't weighed myself yet, but it's almost been two weeks, and I've been I haven't had zero carbs, but I've had very little. Try to keep it under twenty five grams a day, and oh. so I'm going to see if there was an effect. I gotcha. Now I don't expect to drop from four hundred to three hundred pounds, but you know, it's it's a process. Ah yeah, yeah. So you're kind of just doing the Adkins diet. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Yeah, know. Adkins is no carbs. <laughs> oh, well, you can't keep that up forever because your body needs carbs, right? Well, yeah, and that's why that's why I took the DNA test because the DNA test told me that based on my DNA, I need a lot more carbs. That's... So that's how I lose weight is I have more carbs than protein. That's so interesting to me. Because I had been eating protein, 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 and not losing any weight. And then as soon as I took the DNA test and I followed exactly what it told me to do, I'm supposed to have um, 60% carbs, 30% protein, and then 10% for, you know, fats and, and sugars or whatever. And I followed that and I'm down 24.9 pounds. That amazing. one blasted ounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, I told my mom what I was doing. She was like, no, 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 that's not healthy. No, why? <laughs> and i was like i'm just trying i'm just seeing i'm like i'm eating she's like yeah but you're eating a lot of fat it has to do with the calories and you're eating too many calories i was like well i mean i guess we'll see at the end of this thing but i tell you what man going like this i am hungry all the time oh all the time but and what are you eating when you're hungry all the time because you must be eating a lot well, no, I'm, I haven't been eating a lot. Usually, I'll eat just a bunch of fruits and vegetables for the, for the you know, uh, vitamins, vitamins and minerals. And then uh, I'll eat meat and then dairy. Even though you told me that dairy was the leading cause of belly fat. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I was reading up on it. Now, mind you, this is in between tasks at work, so not, not a whole lot. Um and it said that if you were going to, you know, you can't have too much protein without enough fat. And so basically, you have, how do you add fat to your diet? Well, uh, dairy is fat without sugars and carbs for the most part. So that's where you, 
you know, you say, oh, well, you put a, put some cream cheese in it or put some, you know, eat some cheese. So for lunch, I've been buying from Walmart like those packages of ham or salami and then mm-hmm. like a small package of cheese. Like a Lunchable. Yeah, sort of. I kind of thought about that. It's like a grown-up Lunchable. Okay. Even though, it, but it's not slimy. Yeah, you're right. Those were pretty gross. Yeah, those aren't, right? So do you feel thinner? I actually do. And supposedly the energy that you get from fat is feels better or more energetic, I guess, if you can quantify it, more than the energy that you get from carbs. I don't know if that's true for everybody. I don't know. So who was this? Was this just like a friend of you, of yours, that told you this? magic figment of my imagination. Yeah, no, it's a friend of mine who's, he he tends to, he can lose weight very quickly, Hmm. but then he gains it back. So I don't necessarily, like, I'm well aware of that with this. And so I'm kind of seeing if I can not do a crash diet, but change my diet. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, change my lifestyle and how I eat and stuff? Yeah. And so, like, not zero carbs, but eventually have... You know the food pyramid, the carbs and the grains is the biggest thing. It's the base. But, so I'm wondering if I can just cut down a little bit less on that. Maybe I just need to eat less. I don't know. Well, maybe you need to take a genetic test to tell you exactly what to do. I know, but, you know, see, you're the only person that really has told me a success story that it really mattered for them. Oh, I can show you. My best, not my best friend, my a good friend of mine, Kirk, He he's lost like over 100 pounds. You, you, you barely recognize him whenever I see him. Well, like, then, who yeah. Are you? What did no you... wonder he's not your best friend. Well, you're my best friend. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to <laughs> fish for it now. Uh, you are a fishiato. I knew it was going to come back, yes. <laughs> so, what, I mean, so his, what was his? It was different than yours or no? I don't remember. I haven't talked to him for a while. Because uh, you can't recognize him? Yeah, I'm just like, I'm walking around town, and he walks by, but I don't don't know him. <laughs> it's uh, like the time I saw Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you really? I think so. I couldn't recognize him. You don't know? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a similar situation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, but it also tells you, you know, what kind of exercises to do that your body's going to burn the most amount of fat. What? So, this sounds like, like, this sounds, it tells you which exercises? Because some people can walk and lose weight, and some people, other people walk and they don't lose weight. Some people run and lose weight, and other people run and don't lose weight. So it really depends on what how your body's genetically built for what kind of intensity of exercise that you need. You know what? This might be a discussion for actually a phone call and not the podcast. Welcome to the Marvel 616 Health Cast. <laughs> we'll be this, talking about share and nutrition. <laughs> this is Marvel 616 Politics. We are a comic book podcast. <laughs> um, you can contact us, email us about these topics at the Marvel 616 Politics at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at 616 Politics. Um, <laughs> look at our fantastic, amazing website, marvel616politics.com, and do not forget to go to marvel616politics.com slash forum press. Interact with me on the forum. We got some good discussions going. There's some guy who I think I know who it is, 
But some guy. <laughs> there's some individual who I think is using a pseudonym, and I think I know who it is. And this person seems to be very cranky, <laughs> crank, cankerous, if you will. I think I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, join the discussion. You can also look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. We post every day new articles, um, new things going back to the website, but also your latest Marvel news that Jared deems important will also be posted there. Um, you can also give us a call and leave us a message with a, with a really nice uh, voicemail. And if it's really nice and makes sense, we will play it on air. Even you can that give one... Us- even that one that didn't make sense, then you're right. Just go ahead and give us a call and moo, and we will play that <laughs> at 616-755-TINA. We are also on Instagram. Our handle is Marvel616Politics, and we have restarted our YouTube page. Uh, it is YouTube.com slash Marvel616Politics. What do you mean restarted? Because uh, we took a long break and I didn't post anything new. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So we didn't, like, get a new one. Well, no, we actually have two. <laughs> um, but I forgot the password to one. So one has a lot of videos posted but hasn't been updated for a while. So don't go to that one. Your uh, your tech savviness is always astounding. I know. Like, I really usually have to text you to figure out how to turn my computer on every morning. <laughs> How does it work again? <laughs> so, wait a minute. Now, actually, getting ready for this podcast with the Skype thing, it's like, I'm not sure how to use Windows 8. Now, I've never seen it before. And I was like, <laughs> he was, Jared was like, I'll send you a sh- screenshot. I was like, okay, from a screenshot, I'll be able to help. There's got to be a menu. There's nothing. This poor guy, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't Don't buy Windows 8 if you don't have to. We are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. They're amazing. That's all you need to know. I mean, it's all in the name. Discount Comic Book Service. I order every month, and every month I'm so astounded. Look, dude, I order like 75 books a month, and uh, I'm just, what? I said, whew, whew. And I am just so astounded that I'm like, wow, 75 books, it breaks down to about this much per book, and it's like it's like two bucks a book. Uh, they get 40 Marvel titles are like, go ahead, I'm sorry. It gets 40% off our, look, they say, don't say 40% off, don't say 40% off, because some of the lesser known, like Oni Press and Ar- Arkea and uh, um, First Second and stuff, that, some of that's 20%. But the books that you care about, the 616 books, they're all 40%. That's right. And at $3.99 a, a pop for some of those, that's almost half off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Those and actually, they're going to be going into a new storefront soon. They're going from like 7,000... No. No. 7,000 square feet to like 30,000 square feet. Wow. Yeah. And they're adding a coffee shop. Fort Wayne, Indiana. If you're there... Go see him. We should go. We should go. You're right. I bet you would get here before your mail got here. That's actually, that is true. Yeah, I could you almost deliver my own mail to you. Dude, you could. <laughs> get you a little donkey. 
I guess. Okay. We're also <laughs> sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Their website is crpsavings.com, and they are basically a membership for saving on all of your products at Office Depot. Uh, when you sign up with crpsavings.com, it's a flat $39 fee, and that is your fee for the rest of your life. You don't have to pay monthly or weekly or yearly. It's a one-time fee, and they'll never ask you for money again. Whether you want K-Cups or paper products or coffee supplies, whatever you need from Office Depot, by having a community retail partnership membership, you'll save on some products up to 80%. Other Absolutely. products, kind of like DCB Service, uh, are lower, uh, you know, 5 or 10%, but the savings are amazing at crpsavings.com. It's about to uh, it's about to be time to order in more K cups. It's fantastic. I need my Italian roast, my dark <laughs> Italian roast. My coffee mate creamer for the church just showed up a couple hours ago. <laughs> right on. And hey, CRP or Community Retail Partnership got a new website, didn't they? They did. It it kind of, it, it looks really nice. <laughs> oh, it's spanking, sir. Uh, it's hip and happening. It's hip happening. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so check them out, crpsavings.com. You can also like them on Facebook. Um, for all their members, too, they have a top five program, which is really nice. I've been able to take advantage of it for the church. Um, you let them know. Once you have your, your membership, you let them know what five items you're going to be ordering the most, and they will work on negotiating a even more significantly discounted price on those items. So I was ordering whole bean coffee for the church. Um, it was $10.00. Uh, for every bag, I told them that was one of my items, and now it's seven fifty. So for every four bags I get, I basically get a bag free. That's pretty impressive. And I thought you were going to say one of my idols. I don't know. I just no, oh. no, no. I only I don't have any idols. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Tina, share. Backstreet. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we're also sponsored by Michael Web Solutions. MichaelWebSolutions.com. This is Darren's business. Darren is the third part of Marvel 616 Politics. He has designed our brand spanking new website at marvel616politics.com. He also does a lot of the articles and works with me on the Facebook page, um, does some of our advertising. He's kind of our SEO guy. Andy is our technical guy. And I am neither of those. So... <laughs> MichaelWebSolutions.com for all of your uh, advertising, SEO, um, and computer website designs needs. Wow, that was that was well put, neatly put, sir. It's nice to have three sponsors too. It is nice. I wonder if our listeners like that. Um, well, if they don't, they could also pay for a portion of the podcast, and we'll mention them as a sponsor. That's true. Why not? Right. Yeah. We actually had a listener who wrote a book and we approached him and said, Would you like to you know, it's not it doesn't cost hardly anything. Near nothing. And uh he hasn't gotten back to us yet, actually. Oh. I did not know this. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's it's well I I'm hesitant to mention, but one of our listeners wrote a book and uh my brother was talking to him. And uh Oh, I think you might have mentioned that to me. Yes. It's a very superhero-y type book, uh, but um, actually, I would actually mention it, but I, I forget the name. So Don't say anything until he pays. Right. See, that's I didn't want to think. I didn't want people to think that that's <laughs> what I was doing. I don't know his. I don't know the name of the book. Yeah, we're also going to be contacting Cher 
Backstreet Boys and Tina for the money that we've just given them by mentioning their names. On uh, the we gave them so much. Uh. And the United States Postal Service. <laughs> right. And no wonder ovens. they don't. No wonder they don't take federal tax money. Yeah. They're getting it from us. And we're up to contact people that make ovens. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. And janitors. Right. That have trash cans. Right. Yep. We'll have to contact all these people. Gosh. That we'll make Darren do that. Okay, Darren, you're on it, right? Get contact the trash people. <laughs> contact the maker of ovens. <laughs> all right you ready dude i'm born ready <laughs> okay current event current events we get so sidetracked yeah our intro was like <clears throat> 80 minutes it's yeah approximately we we obviously cut out a lot. I mean, we still had to talk about carpet and painting and stairs and. Yeah, I asked you what was going on. You didn't really say much. Oh, dude, you know I I, let, hey, let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listeners, I got we I had a little tiff with Jared and I got aggravated <laughs> with him and I wrote him this email, which was an apology email, but it explained everything that I was aggravated at. And and I have to say, you taught me a very valuable lesson. And, like, <laughs> it was like, you were so humble in your response. <laughs> I was, I felt terrible because you were so humble. And basically you said this. You said, I see where you're coming from. I did not mean that. And I feel terrible for, for putting you in that position I apologize. And I thought to myself, I was like, holy cow, like, what an example. I hope that when somebody, you know, tells me that I, you know, like, I, I, I aggravated them or whatever, that I can be that humble and not get defensive and be like, oh, yeah, well, you. <laughs> so good on you, man. Like, I, uh, like, that you taught me, you inspired me. Well, I was wrong. If I wasn't <laughs> wrong, then I would have let you have it. <laughs> that I, I I bet I know. But I was wrong, so of course. I mean, what was I gonna say? No, I no, I was wrong. So that's what I told you. <laughs> anyway, so that's what. So you already know what's going on with me because I just spelled it. I I just spewed it all over that email. <laughs> this is my life. It's all right. It's all. <laughs> and that's it. But that's that's good true friendship too. That. You can tell somebody when you're mad at them, and you guys are able to work it out in a matter of minutes, you know? That was pretty impressive. You kept me on the ropes, though. I was sweating it out because I was like, oh, man, I sent that email like an hour ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Because you sent it to me, and and I read it, but Jennifer and I were getting ready to go out for date night. I was oh, like, dude, I'm not going to respond now. <laughs> I hope I didn't ruin your date, man. No, no, but it was, <laughs> it was cool because I made you wait it out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry okay all right so <laughs> speaking of wrongdoing we are actually going to be talking about original sin number three and four yes 
Did you like that transition? That was pretty good, right? Yes, that was <laughs> that was an interesting transition. <laughs> and that's why I got in the whole argument with you so that we could do this segue. <laughs> oh, it was a setup. Well, then I take my my apology humbleness back. <laughs> now I've become proud. <laughs> All right, so Original Sin 3 and 4. Have you read this? Oh, yes. Okay. Like this, they were the first books I read the weeks that they came out. Yes. What do you think? What's your overall impression here? Um, I think it's in, I'm in. I'm intrigued. I think that's a good, maybe a good word for it. Like, I'm not like all in. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what's going on. But I'm definitely intrigued with where the story's going and what's happening. Okay. What are what are your overall thoughts? Okay, so my first, my initial reaction is, wow, this is great. This is amazing. It keeps me guessing uh, at every turn. Oh, I didn't expect that type of thing. Uh, but then, like, I realized that we're halfway through, and I still have very little idea about even what the story's about. <laughs> right? Well, I mean... trying to find out who killed the Watcher. The Watcher was killed... There's some guy with a giant kryptonite space gun, and then all of a sudden, Bucky thinks that Nick Fury needs to be decapitated. Yes. So, at the end of three, issue three, I had a lot of mixed emotions. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sad that Nick Fury's dead because he is one of my favorite characters of all time. And then I'm like, I really, really like Bucky. So what's the deal? Why did it have to be him? And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, now I don't know. You know, I, I don't know who the good guy is, who the bad guy is. How are you going to recover from this? Like, what about, uh, you know, Winter Soldier and that whole story with Brubaker? And, like, my world was turned upside down with issue three. Hmm. And then issue four happens. And we find out, and really the only important thing in issue four is we find out that they're all life model decoys, all the Nick Furies that we've seen for almost ever, presumably. Yeah. And he is an old, old man that is around and has been probably controlling these. So so you got the aspect of the Watcher being killed. You have the aspect of what's going on with Nick Fury. You have uh, the other storyline about who killed the Watcher, but also the secrets um, and the eyeball. Like, right now, I, I don't know what the eye has, has to do with anything right now. It Was that just a vehicle to reveal Nick Fury? and then, Or are we supposed to be wondering, was the Watcher seen... Like, did he see something specific that warranted his assassination? Yeah, um... I think probably more so towards the first one, but we don't know. Right, and we're halfway through, and I don't know what the topic of the book is. <laughs> the topic of the book is to find out who killed the Watcher. Are you eating? I'm almost done. <laughs> My oatmeal's not expired. <laughs> let, me, let me finish that Oreo. <laughs> okay, so, all right, we, we have to figure out who killed the Watcher, yeah. and we still don't know. But we don't know who has the eye. Is that true? No, the orb has one of the eyes. I thought he lost it. 
No, it didn't Bucky. Bucky came in. Bucky has the eye. Okay. So Bucky's got one of the eyes. We don't know who has the other one. We don't know what happens when you put them together. We don't know if somebody can uh, utilize it. There's secrets, obviously, that Nick Fury has. We know that he didn't see any secrets because he was a life model decoy. Um, and we don't know what he has to do with anything right now, like coming into it, unless he killed the Watcher. That's my thought. That You were thinking that? Well, once the once issue four has come together, it's like, oh, I think it was Nick Fury. Oh, uh, see, that didn't even cross my mind until this second. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> so why do you think he did it? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, but what's your speculation? Probably because of the maybe the the what happened in, at the end of issue four when it was revealed that Nick Fury's not really who he said he has been. Yeah, but if that was the reason why, then he would have to kill all these all these people. Why would he kill the Watcher, who sees everything, and then be like, ah, I guess the cat's out of the bag? Well, either I'm wrong, or that wouldn't have made as good of a story. <laughs> right, but I'm asking you to speculate on your hypothesis. What do you think he's trying to hide? Uh, that he's not who he was. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning what? Duh. Like, like, is he trying to hide actions that he did, or is he trying to hide just the fact that he's old? Or yeah, that he's old. He doesn't. He's just this old guy. I mean, so then that makes me think that the super didn't he take the super soldier serum? No, he has something called the forever formula. Is that correct? And I think actually Mockingbird has that too. So I'm kind of wondering about that because apparently when she was shot, she took this thing, you know, now she has superpowers or at least long life. Uh, and if it turns out that he doesn't and that's the formula that he, then is, it, was that a lie? And if that was a lie, then does what, what's going on with Mockingbird? That's what I was thinking is like he just, he must have just been lying then. Well, right. I mean, if he was alive during World War II and he's got a cane and everything, you could, you know, the World War II vets are getting kind of old by now. Well, isn't Dum Dum around too? Oh, that's true. Yeah, but he took the Forever Formula also. He took, uh, Nick Fury took the Infinity Formula. Oh, you looking it up? Yeah, I looked it up. Okay. All right. Infinity Formula. There are people In screaming at the podcast right now going, no, not Forever Infinity. Forever Infinity, Super Soldier Serum, they're all the same. <laughs> wow. You just you just ticked off a lot of listeners. <laughs> the Forever Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Infinity Stones, Gems, Fractals, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when I saw that, I was like, oh. Okay, I'm still I'm still super engaged in this, but then like I real like I sat down and I realized, whew, wait a minute. I still don't know what we're trying to even figure out. There's no bad guy to fight yet, and we're halfway through this. Well, with Nick Fury being one of your favorites, what did you think about the revelation in issue four? Um, I was a little well, okay. I was hap I was fine with it. I wasn't happy. I was fine with it because he still is super smart because 
Um, not in a superhero type of way, but I like that he is clever enough to pull this whole charade the whole time, you know, for years and years and years. So that that's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, well, wait a minute. So Secret Invasion, when the the Secret Warriors came and that whole thing with Hydra and everything, that was a LMD or, you know, so I'm kind of disappointed that it's sort of a retcon. Well, basically, if if that is the real Nick Fury, because maybe maybe we maybe we're missing something, but I mean everything <laughs> is up you know up through Fantastic Four number one, you know with Nick Fury is was like were life model decoys, possibly, and what and how does this how does this jive with the continuity of Battle Scars? What is Battle Scars? Remember, Battle Scars was that six-issue limited series that introduced Nick Fury's son and Coulson. Oh yeah, remind me. Um, well, I mean, Nick Fury did you know slept with someone and came about young African American Nick Fury, but so was this like old old guy Nick Fury or was it like you know how old is African American Nick Fury for the timeline like? I would think he's only like in his, you know, maybe like 30, 35. Right. Now, I, well, yeah. <clears throat> so that wouldn't be World War II. I mean, Nick, uh, African American Nick Fury would have to be in his 50s, I would think. But he's not. Right, exactly. So the time is a little bit messed up. Um, yeah, you know. I don't know unless he <laughs> unless the in, infinity formula stopped working at some point. That could be it. Like that could, that could, you I'll, should write for Marvel. Yeah, no, that's suddenly we found out that after years and years of overuse, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Right. So anyway, it's you know I am mixed. Me. What did you think about the revelation then? Um, I was happy because it meant that we can still have a Nick Fury around. Oh, know? because of issue three, you were very sad? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the movies and stuff, but I don't want them totally taking over and just changing the 616. I was I was movies. disappointed in issue three. Yeah, so I was really... Because I remember you and I talked about it. We were like, you know, there's blood, and, you know, what kind of electronics has that much blood? But whatever i i more about those issues the thing that i like the most well two things was in issue four i like the battles like bucky versus punisher gamora versus emma frost hulk and wolverine versus strange and punisher like i like those odd matchup hero fights they were short but i enjoyed them that's so funny man that's the stuff i gloss over <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, Gamora jumps in there, goes is going, you know, crazy on Winter Soldier, and Emma Frost just goes diamond and is like punch right in the face, like she just didn't expect it. And um, like Hulk and Wolverine, they're they're standing over a dead Nick Fury when Strange and Punisher show up, and Wolverine's like, uh, it's not what you think, and <laughs> they just go after each other. <laughs> that is kind of cool. And and not only the fights, but just the odd pairings. Like this is not. This is not the Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know, um, crossover that a lot of the Marvel series are. This is the 
miniseries that has Black Panther, Moon Knight, and Emma Frost as your main characters. Right, right. So I kind of like the weird, the weirdness of all the strange characters' interactions. Huh. I do like it. I'm really looking forward to it. Have you been reading Original Sins? Oh, it stinks. <laughs> I read issue one and I was disappointed. I'll I'll probably keep reading it. Um, did you read uh, Original Sin 3.1 with the Hulk and Iron Man? Not yet. Don't tell me. Not okay, yet. I, haven't, I haven't read that either. Well, I, Original Sins 2, it was... It was just a continuation of the boringness of the first one, but there was a little backup story with Black Knight that was kind of cool. I do, I, I do not like that character. I don't either. <laughs> okay, all right. But it was just a couple pages. Like it wouldn't be worth like spending. I wouldn't say three ninety nine for you know a five page story about Black Knight. But but forty percent off at two thirty nine. Well then, there's a deal. There you there you go, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, okay, we'll keep we'll keep our eye out with Original Sin. I'm really liking it. Are we going to cover the uh, the Death of Wolverine limited series? We are, right? You've got it listed for State of the Union. Well, I meant, are we going to read it and do current events on it when it comes out? Well, it depends on if we like it or not. <laughs> no, I mean, we... You, sir. <laughs> the podcast, we're supposed to follow the main storylines. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of main. Yeah. This, kind of a big I'm, deal. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's move on to the Avengers, man. The Avengers got a lot going on right now. Avengers and new Avengers. Now we're not talking about Avengers Undercover. We're not talking about Mighty Avengers. We're Avengers talking... World. Uh, Avengers World. I actually appreciate that title and what it's trying to do, but we're not even talking about that. Are we talking about Avengers? Uh, there's another Avengers title. Secret Avengers. No, we're not talking about that. That's kind of no. like a humor title. Are we talking about <clears throat> Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes? No, Avengers... Whatever the Avengers cartoon comic book is. No. No? <laughs> That's not 616. Are we talking about West Coast Avengers? No, no, no. Okay. Can I just well, tell you that I am pretty disappointed. I started. I tried to read Deadpool after issue 27... And it's bringing Dazzler into it, but it's not current continuity. And so, therefore, that's that's the reason why I was like, oh, I can't read this. Where'd that come from? We're talking about the Avengers. Well, the, the Mighty Avengers, the cartoon, that's not current. That's not continuity. Oh, okay. I, I assumed you would get that from what I said. I just didn't know what you were <laughs> Like, are we trying to do West Coast Avengers? Hey, I was reading Deadpool the other day. <laughs> what? Did you take your Ritalin today? <laughs> I, okay, I understand now where where the discrepancy may have lied. But that Avengers cartoon is pretty awful. Oh, the new one? Oh my word! Have you seen any of it? No, uh. Uh-uh. Doesn't it? Isn't it still the, like a continuation in the same universe as uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes? That's what they said, but it is crap <laughs> wow it's so i i try to give it the benefit of the doubt it's so awful just dreadful <laughs> it's dreadful what is what's it about what's it like what's so terrible about it it's the movie with falcon like they recycle the jokes from the movie and talk about everything that happened in the movie i'm like the movie was two hours long and every week 
you talk about like a joke that happened in the movie. We get it. There was a movie. Just let it go. And it's it's just very talking down to the audience. Like I think their audience is two to five year olds. It's so silly. <laughs> it's very sad. My kids love. I haven't sat down and watched the episode yet, but they love the episode with Deadpool and Spider Man in the the Spider Man cartoon. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it good? Uh, yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man is tolerable. There, gotcha. there are many episodes where I'm like fast-forwarding or you know drawing on the wall or something else because it's boring. And uh, I mean, it's definitely no spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, that was that was, dare I say it, a spectacular show. Yeah, and it really the, was. There's Hulk Agents of Smash. <laughs> Have you watched that? I got it through one episode, and I've watched a clip here and a clip there. It's, you can't even say the name without laughing. It's That's terrible. Why do they have that show? It is, and there's probably going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy animated series announced very soon. See, that I, w- I could get on board with. But not if it's dumbed down like these other shows. That one would work, dumbed down. No, it's, uh, it's so insulting. No, but, I, but that one I can see as a comedy genre. But that's how the other ones are, too. Yeah, but the other ones shouldn't be. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. I don't know. If there's Rocket Raccoon and Groot fart humor, I'm really done. I don't want to watch that. Is that what this is? No. Well, it's very... I'm telling you, watch an episode and you'll just be like, this is dumb. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't want that either. Oh, it's so... What, we're supposed to be talking about Avengers comics. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Avengers comics. <laughs> All right, I had to. Add, I, 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 you. I'll catch you up. You haven't been reading them. No. Okay. What's the last Avengers comic that you read? Was it Infinity? Yeah, I read the two Avengers issues when they're like time traveling and stuff. Okay. Well, that's still going on. Okay. Okay. So basically, they got transported the uh, the Infinity Gem for time broke. Yeah. And all the other ones. I think all the other ones shattered, and then um, that one, the time one, disappeared and then shattered or shattered and then disappeared. Um, so Captain America used this against one of the incursions. You know how the two planets are, or the two universes or the multiverse is, is uh, yeah. going to ram into each other yeah. and try to occupy the same space? Well, <clears throat> the first time that they had to deal with this, they used the Infinity Gauntlet, and they called Steve, and then they had to wipe his mind because he said, this is terrible, we can't do this again. Um, and I think he, I don't think he destroyed the other world, I think he just made it so that it, it didn't happen or he changed reality or something like that, but then it all broke, and so he couldn't do that again. And so they created these bombs to destroy a whole planet, which would be planet Earth, because that's where the central incursion point is. And so the Illuminati is going to use these things uh, if they can't figure out another way. So, so far, they haven't had to use them, and I'm not exactly sure. If these incursions keep happening, I can't fully understand what is happening without using the bombs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, also, they've been using the gates that... um, Reed Richards has, has did use in uh, Hickman's run in Infant- Fantastic Four 
uh, to go to the multiverses. They've been watching this one that they think is going to run into theirs with this group of heroes, the Great Society, that seem to be able to beat back um, other incursions that are happening to them. And so this incursion is... Well, this is that's in New Avengers. So in Avengers, all of a sudden they keep time-shifting because the time gem uh, appears and then disappears and they move forward in time. And so it's like a it gets a bigger move every single time. So you have like a, a few years and then you have 20 years and then you have like 100 years and then you have like 500 years. And so right now, um, you know, and, and Captain America with the... With the uh, Watcher's eye releasing all its secrets. Captain America knows that what the Illuminati was doing, and he went and he he approached Iron Man and uh, punched him, and he brought <laughs> Thor and everything with him. So this is the story of the group that he brought with him to confront Iron Man, and they got, and actually I think Iron Man's with them, and they got transported into the future. So now. Um, they're in a future right now where Ultron is ruling everything, which is kind of strange, but he looks like all the Avengers. And so they're trying to figure out, I think they're trying to make sure that uh, they don't find a way to fix it because obviously they like the path that they're on. So that's what's going on in Avengers. So new Avengers, they're watching this the Great Society and they go there to talk. The Illuminati goes to talk to the Great Society and says, uh, let's put our heads together. Let's find a way to make sure this incursion, you know, we have uh, like eight hours or whatever. And let's find a way to fix this within eight hours. You you guys are winning. We're winning. Let's do this together because the only alternative. And then the Great Society says, well, wait, what's the alternative? What if we can't find it? You know, it's supposed to destroy both if you can't do that. And so they say, well, we have an alternative. And they're like, we need to decide which planet's going to die. And they find out, they like read their minds and find out that they're, they have a bomb to destroy the world. And they're saying, well, you're not going to pick yours. You're going to pick ours. So then there's this giant fight. Uh, <laughs> and they're trying to, they're going at it right now. And what just happened, the last issue <clears throat> was that a callback to issue number 14 when doc strange went and like sold his soul to get all the power he can well it turns out that he ended up not selling his soul because it was already sold oh. uh, what i said oh yeah yeah it was kind of a curveball we find in the annual what happened and why why it was already sold but basically because he um couldn't defeat this demon that he was trying to exercise from this girl and so he took it within himself and has been, like, burying it deep, deep down. And so it either consumed his whole soul or because he has a demon, he can't sell his soul or something like that. So it, But he, he brings that demon back up and he pretty much just wins the fight by capturing all the great society. So now that's where that issue ends and we have, they're they're probably going to destroy that planet with their bomb so what i wanted to ask you is what what are we what should we be feeling about our heroes right now like with their morality and can we blame them and, and what are we going to do 
Oh, that's such a tough question. <laughs> I know, and I usually hate these moral quandaries that like will never ever happen. Like, oh no, what if you? I can't even think of something, but like this, like, oh, what if only one planet could survive and you had to choose and like, that's never going to happen to us. So how can we even relate to these characters? But at the same time, these are supposed to be the good guys. Yeah. So when the entire reality and existence is at stake, do you say, well, we're going to do the right thing and just roll over and die when that other group is going to roll over and die eventually anyway, most likely, because there's only going to be one left. They don't both die, just one is going to die? Um, I don't, I'm not clear on that. I forget. Because, I mean, if they're both going to die, then I guess I could see, yeah, you have to take one out. You know? Yeah, but, well, I mean, like, what criteria? You got a whole planet full of relatively innocent people. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. You know, um, I think your morality, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing because it's a slippery slope. And anything I'm going to say, there's definitely going to be a counter to it. But I think probably the selfish part would come in and you would say, I'm going to save our Earth. You know, like you have a choice to save your, you know, my Jennifer or or save this alternate reality jennifer you know that i don't know or you know might have superpowers or something i'm gonna save my jennifer yeah i guess this is i mean this is taken obviously to a dark place but when you when you bring it back into real life terms and let's say that you have to make a bad choice like if if i had to choose which child of mine was gonna die like would i choose or would I just say, I refuse to choose even if you're going to kill them both? Like, because I'm not going to make that choice. Yeah. So. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hickman is succeeding in making me, in deconstructing the characters, into deconstructing our heroes into what is the most heroic and uh, the base, the base and primary feeling and morality that they have and lean on and sadly only one of them has said we will figure it out we will we cannot uh captain america said originally we cannot make these weapons even just in case because then we will use them yeah so and he's right. I mean, they're going to they're going to use them. Yeah, and so for characters like Mister Fantastic and and Beast and Namor to 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 be okay with that, it's very interesting growth. Yeah, well, Namor he doesn't care. Beast he destroyed the entire. If you remember that Xenogenesis or whatever, or the Ghost Boxes, he 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 destroyed a whole universe or whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, he also kind of broke the timeline, too. Yeah, right. So you have all these things where it's like, well, these are morally, not bankrupt, but morally broken people anyway. Uh, Did you ever read Marvel Zombies, the first one? Yeah. Okay. The thing that made it unleash into everything was uh, Reed Richards saying, 
you know what? This might be the natural evolution of man, and this is going to make us live forever. And he spread it, didn't he? I don't remember. I, I mean, but that, that seems to be, like, his character trait. And like, well, I mean, if we have to, he's extremely utilitarian and, and discovery-oriented. He's like, well, if this is where history is going. Yeah. yeah no, that's good. that's a good point. So it's, uh, I don't I, know. I'm I'm I, hooked. I'm hooked on New Avengers because uh, I really don't know what's going to happen, and I I'm really interested to know on new on regular Avengers. You know, it's kind of going to be. That's more the story of the tale following the circumstances around the characters instead of the choices that they make. I think I just I miss the old school Avengers stuff when the stories weren't so epic scale and intricately detailed with layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. Like sometimes I feel like these Avengers stories are so big that it's, it's too much. And I just, I don't read them anymore, you know, because I, when, when all these titles have restarted at number one, I've started with all of them and I continue to get them, but just not read them because it just doesn't hold my interest anymore. I think that's interesting because that the other stuff and the kind of like I feel like I get that in other books. Uh, I know what you mean. And actually, Bendis's run was I thought those were big stories, but they're nothing compared to these stories, you know. And I don't know how yeah. I don't know how you could get a bigger story than Hickman's telling. No, no, you can't. But it's... I think I think that this Hickman's going to run his course on this book, and then we're going to get probably a refreshing different take. That's usually what Marvel does, except if you're Dan Slott. <laughs> but I mean, I you know, they we might. I don't know how much longer he can he can go on this. I mean, they're on thirty two or thirty three. He said he's got sixty eight issues planned out or sixty three issues planned out, um, and that was before he started. But that may have included New Avengers, so he's going to be getting pretty close. And with them in September taking a eight month leap ahead in time and we're not talking thousands of years i think that we're talking and i don't know why it's eight months you know that doesn't make sense to me but if we're saying okay well we didn't show you what happened in real time for eight months it we may be winding down the story hickman said he has 63 issues before he started when when bendis was giving up the book he said, I have 63 issues already planned out. That's what Tom Brevoort said that when he was talking to him. I, I, I confused that. I thought that was Rick Remender with Uncanny Avengers. No, you always... It's, are, you, are you teasing me? No. <laughs> Who was telling me that they always get them confused, Rick Remender and Hickman? Was that you? Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Remender was Uncanny X-Force and Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. Hickman is everything I don't understand. <laughs> right? Didn't he do FF? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe yeah. I should call him next time I need to get my computer turned on. <laughs> hey, Hickman, how do I turn on my computer? I don't know. The world about. revolves around the computer, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, that's all I wanted to talk about. I wanted to see uh, if you had any thoughts or what you would do or how you expect to get out of this predicament. Yeah, I wish I had more. I just, 
I I need to with a lot of the titles. I know we're going to get to eventually. What are you reading and enjoying? A lot of titles I've got, and I just need to like sit down for six hours and just go through and read the stuff that I've got. So I'm caught up with everything. So I don't know how you do so many issues every week. Uh, I try to read like three a day. That's what I should probably do. I, I try- put myself on a schedule. <laughs> I try- yeah, make this not fun for you. <laughs> That's what you need to do. I can't help it. I'm way past it. I'm way past not fun. I just can't, I, you know, I, this is my lifestyle now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wednesday comes and I read like the three or four or five books that I just have to read or whatever. If it's a good week. Some weeks I'm like, ugh. <laughs> no, I know. Not read them. And then throughout the week, maybe I'll read one or two up until the next Wednesday. Oh, so wow. I need, but, and then, but then I look over and I've got, oh, all of Superior Spider-Man I never read, you know? <laughs> like, I have to read this. I want to read this. You That's know, Avengers. Funny. You know, I think, I think there's about six titles Six or six to eight titles every week that I'm like, okay, I gotta sit down and read these. But then the rest, I'm kind of like, oh man, like you have that many every week. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It makes the, it makes it like more worth my money, I guess. Well, yeah, you want to get get your money out of it, and I, I think the worst part is like the fifth week shipping in a month. You know, some of those months I have five weeks. Yeah. And that fifth week is like junk. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I don't want to read any of these. Like, oh, yes, right. All new invaders. I'd love to. The kangaroo super special. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, you know my system. I go through every, you know, every Tuesday, every Monday or Tuesday, post the new uh, releases and the covers. And then I sit down and I go through out of those new releases and I say, okay, well, here's my... I have four levels. I have red, orange, (laughs) yellow, and no color. Uh, (laughs) My red is I have to read. My orange is I'm interested, but they're not top. My yellow is uh, if I get to them and and white is never. I'm never going to pick these up. So you don't get those. Right. So what is a white title? Um, Give me two white titles. Okay. Young Avengers was a white title. Okay. No, actually, no, no. Sadly, that's not even that. Okay. <laughs> it was. It's um, Ultimate FF. No, give me six one six white titles. Okay. Let, let me look it up. Hold on. Obviously, um, Ultimate FF was a white title for every human on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Deadpool, all new Ultimates, Ultimate FF, What If, Age of Ultron, Avengers AI, uh, and the rest are all are, are oh the revolutionary stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Marvel Knights X Men turned into a white title. So the only one I'm surprised about on there is Deadpool. I I love Daniel Way's Deadpool. That was fantastic. I cannot get into this this Deadpool story. I have read the first eight issues. 
I have read issue 25, 26, and 27, and it's uh, or half a 27, and I'm just like, oh, I can't do this. This is this is I can't do it. If Deadpool shows up in another book, I can definitely read it. It must be that writer or the cast or something. Do you think uh, Deadpool has entered his time to of overexposure? No, uh-uh. No, I think that he had his time of overexposure with Deadpool Core and Deadpool Team Up, even though Deadpool Team Up was a fun read. Um, I think that he's still a worthwhile character. It's just, you know, if the if the jokes are good, if the, you know, and uh, I, I really enjoy him in Thunderbolts. Hmm. I think he's very well written in Thunderbolts. Did you read uh, Deadpool versus Carnage? I am reading that, and that finishes up this last Wednesday, right? Or Yeah, it's already done, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't think that was all that good. Yeah, I was kind of bummed by it, too. I thought uh, the uh, Superior Carnage limited series was much better. You... I know you didn't like it. No, yeah, definitely not, so... <laughs> It was these two like limited series that have been boiling for years on a on a convergence, and the Deadpool limited series series of limited series that have happened. It started out with Deadpool Illustrated, which to me sounds not six one six at all. And so every time I read it, it's in the back of my mind. Like, you know, we started out not in continuity and now we're kind of in continuity and he still remembers stuff that isn't and it it just bugs me you can't do it that's yeah well the next one is deadpool versus hawkeye no it is not is it yeah why why would they do that solicitations uh do you not read the solicits no okay um is that colin colin bunn i don't know i'm not gonna read it well, it depends who's writing it. I did the walk Deadpool zombie Deadpool or whatever it was. Deadpool Marvel Universe, Deadpool Walking Dead. Walking Deadpool, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was fun. I had fun with that. Well, where do you want to go next? We've got stuff. We've got an X-Men topic we can talk about or we can go into what are you reading? Hit me with the hit me with the X Men. I'm very interested with the things that you came up with. All right, so we talked a little bit about what was going on in the Avengers world. So I got Andy let me be a little bit of a producer and pick something I wanted to talk about. So I put <laughs> that we should maybe talk about the direction of the X Men. Where is the X Men? Where is the X Men universe going right now? We'll talk about the cancellation rumors later. But where is it going right now? Is it going anywhere? When you look at the landscape of all the titles, the the purpose of the Jean Grey school through Wolverine and the X-Men, uh, Cyclops' team in Uncanny X-Men, the all-female team in X-Men proper, um, you've got Cable's team with X-Force, uh, X-Factor, all-new X-Factor is now a sponsored uh, team, you've got Wolverine's title, you've got Savage Wolverine title, and then you've got the teachers of the Jean Grey School um, appearing in Amazing X-Men. You've got the younger version of the X-Men in all-new X-Men. And you've got Nightcrawler's own book, Magneto's own book, Cyclops' own book, Storm's own book, 
and uh, Deadpool's vast array of books. And and I guess you could also call Uncanny Avengers an X-Men book as well. So what what are your kind of thoughts on the direction of the X-Men, where it's going, and, and what do you think of Is it something that you are enjoying where the X-Universe is right now? I, um... That's a good question, and and looking over this, I covered Uncanny, All-New, Wolverine, the X-Men, the X-Men proper, X-Force, and X-Factor. I didn't take into account Amazing or Deadpool or the, the solo titles. Um, so I really thought about what you were saying and an overall direction. I'm really having a hard time figuring out what it is, and I think that it may not have an overall continuity like uh, Avengers does right now. Um, but... I think that Uncanny and All New are definitely um, they're definitely examining different parts and and uh, taking a different look, not just at different people and teams, but one. I think it's nature versus nurture. Um, so uh, in Uncanny, war is brewing between Shield and the mutants, and there's an uneasy distrust as Cyclops is circling around Mystique and all her plans. But I'm not sure where it's going. You know, it seems like it seems like I can't put my finger on. Okay, well, this is the actual story that we're seeing. You know, it kind of is like a meandering. Uh, let's talk about introducing some of the other characters, the young ones. Um, let's talk about Madripoor a little bit. Mystique's doing a, a few things. Shield and you know Cyclops are at odds. But it didn't seem like in the beginning when it was like, okay, well, who's the traitor? And, you know, it had a more of a clear cut, this is where we're going. Um, this, it doesn't work as a conversational book. Like, it's yeah. not just like, oh, well, here's the, here's, here's, here's the, the, the setting, you know, and then we're just going to walk around within the setting and see what happens. Um, it's kind of an examination of, what they do and the circumstances. So the outside circumstances um, and how they react. It's not them. It's not about them living their life. It's, it's more about like a plot, but that's what's throwing me off. I can't gather what the plot is. Also, it's very geographically based. Like they go here, they deal with this. Um, so it's dealing with space. Whereas all new, I think is dealing with time. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's an examination of who, we are and nature so it's like a nature versus nurture he's taking both books and he's saying okay well over here i'm going to deal with time and uh who we are and over here i'm going to deal with um you know geography or space and not like space like cosmic but space as in like spatial um you know the setting and uh the circumstances around it so it's, it's kind of an interesting look, and I think that you can make that distinction because if it was about nature, the nature of the people, um, he would really be examining Scott and Emma and Magneto, especially in the Uncanny book. But it's really weird because both books take place almost within each other because yeah. they're at the same location and both teams are bunking together, so to speak. Yeah. So it's it's really weird. I, I'm really digging all new because I like the character stuff. And I'm starting to learn about these characters and care about the characters. 
whether or not they're the same or whatever, regardless, I, I care about the characters. But Uncanny is kind of like, I can't tell if I'm put off by Bachelot's art or if I just can't place where it's going. It doesn't have a direction, you know? Mm-hmm. So Wolverine the X-Men, moving on, is on the new group of students and kind of Quentin Choir, which I have considered dropping this book because I'm not having fun with it. I don't enjoy it. And I don't care about the characters at all. And it's just about that one light. We, we, we've lost all the five lights and it's just about that one guy, you know, well, or so one what, are, what are the color? What color is Wolverine and the X-Men for you? Let me see. Oh, well, I would say it's yellow. Okay. Yeah. So on my four scale, it's yellow. Okay. <clears throat> um, but I'll tell you what, Wolverine proper, that's that's yellow also. So, <laughs> um, X Men proper, it seems to be dealing with the people that were left in Battle of the Atom, which is crazy, because Brian Wood was telling his own story since the very beginning. But we have Chimera, and um, you know Shogo ties into that, and it seems like it's one big story, but it's taking forever to get anywhere. Yeah. And so I don't know what's going on with that title at all. I mean, it's interesting to have a, a look at Monet, and it's interesting to have a look at Psylocke and Rachel, and but we're not even getting, we're not even getting a what makes them tick. We're seeing the interaction and them just frustrated with each other. So I mean, if you're showing me everybody who's frustrated with everybody else, then in what sense do I, you know, do I see? who they are yeah yeah and i think with that with that one too the second you think you're you're getting somewhere with it it ships into a backup story about the young kids of the gene gray school right and and it's kind of like did you get tired of writing just girls or or what <laughs> you know like I don't mind it being all about the females of of, of the x-men and them joining a team and but um, it just doesn't make sense to me why, oh, let's talk about Hellion for a second. You know, like, this is that kind of weird group where it was the new X-Men for a long time that Yost was doing, Kyle and Yost, and we've moved on to an even new group of X-Men and Wolverine the X-Men of the, the people from the school, and now maybe we'll give those other guys some attention. But, like, I don't know. I like, I like the them i like hellion i like uh santo and dust like why not just use them why why we have the the eye guy and shark girl and (laughs) yeah it's weird i'm with you okay uh moving on x-force okay this one seems to be about people forcibly changing non-mutants into mutants and uh in a loose way kind of hope and cable's relationship but this is slow. This is very strange title. Um, it's I think it's trying to be a militant title, but with other military grade books out there like Punisher and uh, Black Widow, and to a lesser extent Elektra, this book is falling flat. Like it's got no place in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think they're telling any story. X Factor is all about moral quandaries of society. 
It's very, like, the people he's using, I'm not seeing a whole lot of character development, but I am seeing, like, him taking an issue and picking characters that fit those issues. Um, affairs and relationships, like, what happens if you have an affair by accident, like, with your boss's wife? Like, that's what Gambit is coming up against now. Which, I mean, that doesn't happen to many people, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, death and Suicide with Doug Ramsey. Um, understanding love and, and physical connections, and that's with, you know, uh, Danger and Warlock. Um, understanding the norm, and then, uh, like, if you're growing up with a lie and then saving people from that lie and just entering them into your worldview and, like, what's your social obligation and responsibility? Very interesting questions to me, but I don't know if I want Peter David being the one to tell me... <laughs> where to land on those issues <laughs> you know i do and you know it's all, with the whole backdrop of um of it being a sponsored group and therefore they can't act of their own accord and they're finding that out he says i'll support you but just give me a heads up but really i mean if somebody's paying the bills you have to bend to them so yeah and i think that's part of their their moral quandary that they're going to Base. Right, and uh, I didn't touch on Amazing X Men, but I, I'm I, I am enjoying that book, and I'm looking forward to it because it seems like a a happy go lucky. Even though you're gonna get these one off stories or these smaller story arcs, it, it seems like it's gonna be more fun. It might not be an overall story, which is kind of refreshing. Yeah, yeah, and it's with yeah, <clears throat> I'm with you. So so, so do you. So you don't really think they have a direction that they're necessarily going? I don't know. Like, uh, do you think that they were they're eventually going to? It's it's tough to say because there's a few things that they could all unite around. Uh, they could, you know, the mutants could unite around. Hey, we got to defeat this new brotherhood that's coming up, or we got to send these kids back, or um, we need to make sure that Shield knows we're on the good guys team. Um, but it doesn't look like they're actively moving toward any of those things, which then if they're not talking about unification, then everybody's doing their own thing. You got two schools out there. Um, it doesn't look like anybody's pursuing the Charles Xavier school. It looked like it was more of thumbing his nose at, at Wolverine. So, you know, it's like, I don't see how these things mesh over the the x universe no I, I agree totally agree well that's that's absurd <laughs> that we agree that's crazy man yeah i think um i think my in my opinion you know the schism was one of the worst things to ever happen to the x-men titles um i think there have been some good stories since the schism um but i think the good stories are much, much less than the bad stories. And it's just, I feel like the X titles have kind of reached a place of complacency and kind of like, eh. It just kind of feels like an eh with the X-Men right now. Yeah. As a whole. I mean, the schism in the first place was a silly idea to split them up. And their reasons for being upset with each other are silly. And then it just got worse, and Cyclops' character got mutilated, and Wolverine's character has been just raked through the coals, and 
it uh, I just don't think it was very beneficial for them to even do the schism. And that was a few that was years ago, you know. Right. And actually the schism makes more sense with the AVX than it did with what it was about. Sure. I I could totally understand that, but over whether you want the kids to fight or not fight. Like what? Right. And what are Wolverine, what are Wolverine's kids doing all the time? Exactly. Fighting all the time. All the time. So, I don't I mean, yeah, I'm kind of I'm very kind of bummed with where the, the X-Tiles are right now. I'm getting a lot more enjoyment out of the solo efforts than the, than the group stuff. Yeah, and that's why actually why I put what are you reading, what are you enjoying as the next uh, segment we're doing. Because I, I really, I kind of got that feeling from you about, well, your X-Titles are lacking. So if you're not reading Avengers and your X-Titles are lacking, then what are we, what are we reading, you know? Yeah, and that's the problem is I'm still reading most of the X title. <laughs> I'm just not like I did drop X Force. I couldn't do it anymore. It's just so bad. <laughs> so I left that one go. I don't do Savage Wolverine, um, you know. But uh, well, wait, we'll we'll get into it because we can do what What are you reading? What are you enjoying? And then I actually made a list of things that I am reading and not enjoying. Me too. What? We're twinsies. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> but your list is going to be 75 titles. I was just picking out the the diamonds. No, I didn't I didn't divide it like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I started to and then I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, that's not what this is." Yeah, so I've got I've got six that I'm reading. Wait, and... wait, hold on. We got to do we wait, wait. We got to where's our bumper? You have a bumper for this? Oh, we're going to do some bumper, something. Okay. All right. Stand by. Tony Stark makes you feel he's a cool exec with a heart of steel. As Iron Man, all jets of blaze, he's fighting and smite with repulsor rays. A blazing armor, as Iron Man, a blazing bomber. All right, my good friend, lay it on me. What have you been reading? All right, I've got six, what have, I, what have I been reading and enjoying, and three, what have I been reading and not really enjoying. <laughs> okay. What do you have? Oh, I got eight enjoying, uh, but that's not a definitive list because that doesn't count like the stuff we already covered. And then about eight not enjoying. <laughs> All right, so this is the Andy show. No, no, don't. <laughs> I just started, I was on a roll, and I was like, oh, in this title. Ah, in this title. Yeah, I just tried to go for the gems. <laughs> All right, go for it. Yeah, do it. No, uh, for what am I reading and enjoying, I would put Electra there. Wow. Look at I you. Think, I think it's great. Are you reading Electra? I'm impressed. I, yeah, that's actually on my list. Um, yeah, I mean, it, we're into issue three or issue four? Issue three. Okay, first of all, the art is fantastic, right? It fits the tone perfectly. Right. All right, keep talking. Tell me what you like about it. Yeah, when you said you wanted to do this, that was the first title that came to mind. It was wow. no X-Men titles, nothing. It was Electra. It's just, and it's like surprised me because i don't like electra i don't even really care about her but it was a number one i thought i'd try it out and it just we talked about this on another podcast it just makes sense what she's doing the tone of the book 
the characters involved in the book, the story that she's she's facing, it all makes sense and it doesn't feel contrived or pushed. She's just doing her thing and it's excellent. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> okay. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> okay. Um, I also else? put I, I'm I'm reading and enjoying Original Sin. Right. So we already talked about that. I really, really like all new X Factor. And you had kind of already talked about your your thoughts on it. Um, but for, for that's, me... It's, that's one that you're like really, really enjoying? I am. I'm enjoying it because it's... I haven't seen these characters in these situations before. And the interactions with each other, it's really kind of... It's almost like an X-Men B or C list group of these characters and Gambit. They just got put in together. Um, you know, people weren't really doing anything with these characters. They were just in limbo. And Peter David was able to get his title back and put them together. And it's been something that uh, is one of the fir- first or second issues that I read on the week that those come out. Because I just don't know what to expect with this title. Wow. Wow. See, I infinitely like his other X-Factor title better. And I did too, for but for different reasons. Yeah, this, this art. If he gets a new artist, I think it's going to pick up for me. Yeah. The art is just, is just so hard. <laughs> well, it's not Chris Bacallo. Well, that's true, but I like... Piccolo's better than this guy. Uh, see, with his, I can't even make out what's in the picture half the time. Yeah, no, that's true. It's pretty to look at from far away. Or, you know, with sunglasses on in a dark room. <laughs> Alright, what else? Uh, well, we talked about this too. Amazing X-Men has just been a, a fun read. We're only one issue into the Yost issue. Uh, but I even, I even enjoyed... Um, the issues before that with uh, with Nightcrawler being reintroduced and his uh, meeting Cyclops and Mystique and Azazel uh, in issue six. So I just think it's a fun X-Men read. I, I have only enjoyed one or two issues of that so far. But you did like the last one. Yes, I did. Yep. yep. And uh, my last one would be Nightcrawler. Uh, <laughs> It's. I know you don't really care for it, but it is classic Claremont, all over it, and it's been kind of. It's been fun too. I've enjoyed enjoyed reading it and just having Nightcrawler back doing his own thing. You crack me up. <laughs> it's it's so I can't get into it at all. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, I've been enjoying. Are you done? I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had six, but I took one off. <laughs> Why? Which one? After I thought about it, I was like, this isn't one of the must-reads. Well, what was it? Uh, it used to be All New X-Men. Okay. I would say the first 15 issues of All New X-Men, I was really all about it. But since they've left the Jean Grey school and they're hiding out at the Weapon X facility, it's been kind of boring. <laughs> I, I can see that. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, Thunderbolts. Um, this is kind of an on-off for me today. Or, you know, like, sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's not that good. Um, but the latest issue, Punisher quits, and then Rolk decides, you don't quit, you get killed if you quit. And so it's <laughs> the Punisher taking on the Thunderbolts. It was 
it was good. It was good. Uh, it didn't make much sense. I mean, I thought the premise was like, um, whenever we're done, like whenever you want to walk away, you can walk away. I thought that's what it was, but uh, so clearly this isn't going against it. Okay. But um, Deadpool is written fantastically. Um, Johnny Blaze is in it, which is cool. And then uh, Punisher's in it, which is cool. So I, I just, I've been reading that. It's not the first one I, I pick up. Um, Avengers and New Avengers are always, and Original Sin is always the first one. And then um, the Bendis titles. And then these, these would be right after that. Um, the next one is Punisher. I have been enjoying that book. Mm. That is, it's really good. It's really good. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's not like Rucka's book, which was fantastic, or Jason Aaron's book, which those like left marks on the characters. But it's it's solid every time, and you know what to expect. You know, like you know what kind of read to expect. So that's okay. cool. Uh, Superior Foes of Spider Man. That's just a fun book, man. <laughs> that is just a fun book. These villains who are trying to stay out of the way of other villains because they're going to get stomped on. And, like, the new Beetle calls her dad, which is Tombstone, to get them out of a jam. And then, like, everybody's scared. And, ah, it's, it's good. It's oh, a no, that's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I couldn't get into it. I read the first issue and couldn't get into it. But everybody talks about how great it is. Um, yeah, it's surprising. Like I read the first issue and I, I, I've read the first three issues and I couldn't get into it. And then I reread them, uh, in November or December. And then I've, I'm all caught up and it's been, it's been pretty entertaining. Um, I had Elektra on my list. Yeah. New Avengers. Um, obviously Thor, I've been enjoying Jason Aaron's Thor. It's had its ups and downs. But it's a consistently good and entertaining read. And then two more. Yeah. Savage Wolverine. Oh, I'm not reading it. It's, I think you would like it, man. It's, uh, most of it is period pieces from different times in his life. And it's like, uh, it's usually like a one or two or three issues. Um, Some of the arcs are just like, what? Is that what you're going to do? That's ridiculous. (laughs) But you know, on the whole, it's yeah, it's a good, it's a good Wolverine issue, you know. Okay. And it has nothing to do with current current continuity, so you're free to be Wolverine without, like, oh, he doesn't have claws, or oh, he doesn't have, you know, healing. Uh, you might have just talked me into picking it up. Uh, and the last one, it's going to be a surprise for you. But I am enjoying Ms. Marvel. Andy. I thought that no, I. I'll come back and say, Andy Elizabeth. (laughs) Issue one was terrible. Issue two was not that good, but issue three and issue four are what I like about comics. It reads like Runaways. Okay. So, and it doesn't, it's not over the top with the Pakistani or the Muslim stuff. Um, like the first two issues, like where there's footnotes of everything. Oh, this means this. Oh, culturally, you need to know this. Yeah. Um, so it is getting better and better. And uh, if it sticks around, it'll be a good, like, fun read. I mean, I like reading about 
you know, teenagers or young teens and in, in the Marvel universe. I think that that's interesting to me. <clears throat> I don't know, Andy. I just, I don't feel like I know you anymore. That's not true. You knew that we disagreed. Yeah, but this is something we agreed on. <laughs> you changed. No, issue one sucked. I know it. We both had fervent disdain for this title. Fervent disdain. Because <laughs> uh, hate is a strong word. <laughs> so I'll All just right. Why don't you go? Why don't you go sandwich. into what? <laughs> you unwrapping a sandwich? Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm getting a cinnamon uh, mint. Oh, okay. Is that part of your keto diet? No, it is not. Actually, it's this is bad because it has a bunch of sugar in it. But I'm, I can't talk this long, so. Oh, you are going to balloon up. <laughs> <laughs> like a whale. The janitor's going to be rolling you down the hallway. <laughs> uh, that That's uncalled for. Okay. Sorry. I'll email you and apologize. <laughs> um, that's uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me what you're reading um, but are not enjoying. Yeah. Um, Uncanny Avengers. I was so into what was going on for a while. And this was one of my favorite books. But now I'm just, I'm kind of confused. <laughs> uh, there's this Tachyon Dam that's being destroyed. And some people are dead, but then they're alive. And then there's a future version and a past version going to fight Kang. And I'm like, what is going on? He's like, Give me a freaking headache. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I, don't, I just really, really enjoyed this title for a while. And the last issue I read... Like, what in the world? The only thing that this title has going for it, it's got Mae Parker as Venom from Earth-X. And she appears so little. Right. And that's the only thing. That's the only thing. And that and the art. The art is, is very pretty. Oh, I can't. I don't like the art at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's too abstract for my liking. Is it Acuna or Opeña? I get them confused. I don't really care for either of them. Fair enough. But they should get the artist on all-new X-Factor on this title. No. Then I would like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what next? Uh, Inhuman. The I'm reading it, but it's just kind of... I feel like it's that title that I have to read because Marvel's telling me I have to read it. <laughs> like They're like, this is important. You have to read this. And if you don't, then you are a loser. So yes. this is kind of a peer pressure <laughs> title for me. Peer pressure title. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Like Tom Brevoort is tweeting, if you don't read this, you're a loser, and everyone will know. So. Right. So that's how that one is. But the art is gorgeous. You like Joe Mad. Oh, I do. The, the, the coloring is atrocious, but the art is great. That's funny. All right, what else? And then it was last year. For me, my last year, my title of the year was X-Men. And this year, it's on the what I'm reading but not enjoying list. Oh, man, no! I know! I almost cried when I typed this out. <laughs> it, was, it was so good for a while. And lately, there's been like two pages that have just been amazing per issue. And then the other 14 are just, meh. So, especially the whole run with um, them fighting the all-girl brotherhood. The sisterhood or whatever. Oh, yes. That just was fingernails on a chalkboard. Yes. 
and then throw in like and just when you think it's over then there's this awful backup story about Psylocke's danger room boyfriend fighting Hellion and Rockslide like oh could it be any worse yeah that was the first time we ever heard of that right and they just like kind of said oh the rumors for years it's an urban legend yeah oh and now you deleted the program so we'll probably never talk about this again right so yeah that's my bummer of a title so that's a shame man but brian wood is leaving so maybe maybe it'll be different i don't know is he leaving or just not doing an arc he's done he's moving on to moon knight okay um all right so the ones i am reading but not enjoying some of these are surprises some of them are not okay all new invaders <laughs> mighty avengers okay Every Wait, once who's... in a while, Mighty Avengers, I'll, I'll read it and be like, oh, that was interesting. But, man, that's nah, a shame. Now, back real quick, back to um, All New Invaders. Yeah. J- John Derman, it'll probably be out by the time that this podcast comes out, just wrote an article where for the website, marvel616politics.com, and talks about how good of a read it is. Really? Yeah. John, yep. John Derman. It releases on Sunday, so uh, it'll be out Sunday, the 29th of June, 2014. So this podcast will probably be out after that, but check it out, Andy. Okay, okay, I'll do that. All right. No offense, John. All right. (laughs) Uh, I said Mighty Avengers Hulk, Mm. which is weird because I've been liking Daredevil more and more, and it's Wade. It's Mark Wade, and uh, I just, nope, not doing it for me. And this um, is the one with the, the brain issue. Yes. Right. Iron Man. This so has why? been this has been consistently bad <laughs> for for like twenty four issues. So what keeps you hanging on for something like that? He uh, I don't know. I mean it's just like because event you know what keeps me hanging on? Eventually I'll have time and eventually a, like a good writer will jump aboard and then I'll be like, man, I didn't read for how long? I got to read how many to catch up? So I'm spreading out the the terribleness. Because we, I mean, back when Iron Man 1 came out, remember with Greg Land, we, we talked about that issue here on the podcast and we both just agreed how it was not good. And I dropped it then. So for you to <laughs> still be going... Like, whoa. <laughs> Not only that, but I read all 13 of the Infinite title, like Fatal Future. No, no, Andy. Or Final Frontier, Final Fatal Frontier. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was really bad. It was really, really bad. Oh. I know. And see, like, you know, his brother aren't... It's interesting. Well, this last story arc with Malekith and the Rings was terrible. I can't... It was awful. But, <laughs> but there have been a couple, like, bright points where you're like, uh, okay, yeah, I mean, I can see it. He tries to build a city called Troy and, like, a city of the future and his brother Arno and the secret origin of Tony Stark. No, no, I'm wrong. No, it's all been pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it has been. So all right, Wolverine, it, since Paul Cornell jumped on this book, this book has been terrible. Do you think it's the direction because it's a totally new direction? Is that why you don't like it? It's not about Wolverine. I mean, 
I don't know why I don't like it, but I like Savage Wolverine, so maybe it is the direction. Yeah. Hmm. For a long they, time, I just thought it was the the art and the the writing, you know, because who did it? Art Adams. Off the top of my head, I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, anyway, it, are you reading this title? Um, when I get to it, like I think I've read up to issue three or four. Okay, issue six came... No, issue nine came out this week. Yeah, I'm kind of behind. (laughs) But it was such a radical departure, those first three issues. Like, whoa, this is not my Wolverine. But I feel like I'm kind of understanding where he's coming from, like why it's different. So putting that in the back of my head is kind of making me okay with it to an extent, I guess. What what do you think? Why is it different? Well, a lot has to do with because he's dying. You know, so he's got this different boss and how Sabretooth is involved and stuff. But I'm only up to issue three, so maybe the last six issues, something has changed. No, oh, no, it's more than the same. <laughs> uh, not surprisingly, Nightcrawler. Oh, sad day. And Captain America. These last three, I thought for sure that I would like. Captain America, no. I just, I mean, I basically like have to put my head down and plow through that issue. Is this worse than the Dimension X stuff? Dimension Z stuff? It's the same. I mean, it's it's this it's on the same level. Okay. It just it's Remender doing it and, you know, there's not even some gems in there. Like when you finish reading, you're like, I guess that one wasn't that bad, you know? It's not like, "Oh, that was good." <laughs> um <clears throat> New Warriors, which I really thought I was going to enjoy this. Hmm. Cuz it's Yost and it's got Kane in it, and I like uh, what's his name, Victory. And is that what his name is? Major Victory, is he in it? No, who's the guy with the blue cape? What's his name? Justice. Justice. Victory. Justice. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. Not enough to remember his name, apparently. Yeah. But like, I just can't. Uh, it's just. Maybe the first story arc was them arriving together on a team, and maybe it'll get better, but it wasn't that good. And then lastly, Iron Fist. I was so looking forward to this title. Yeah, you're a big fan. I I I really did like I like the Brubaker and Fact, Fraction and the Straczynski run. Um, very interesting in in the character and the person of Danny Rand, but this isn't even the same guy. I mean, I'm impressed that Carr Andrews can write, draw, ink, and cover all the book by himself. But, I mean, that's it. Like, it's 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 ridiculous. It's yeah, sad. Yeah, I you were looking forward to that book. Yeah, I was. So, I, I mean, obviously there's more I'm reading that I like and dislike and stuff, And but, but this these were the highlights. These were mainly the ones I thought that I was going to like, but I, I have been uh, disappointed with. I gotcha. Yeah. So you did, where where does um the Shang-Chi book fall for you? I've been liking that one. Have you? Okay. Yeah. And actually, the latest issue of Wolverine with Shang-Chi and, and, and Iron Fist was good. Okay. That was all right. I kind of, I said, oh, these characters I can tolerate. That's good. So... It was just it. The sales have not been very good, so I wasn't sure if that equated to also the quality for you. Oh, of the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Yeah. Um, 
it's just somebody, you know, he's tracking down a killer of uh, Old Flame. It's nothing special, but it's not bad by any means. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. We good with uh, we moving on to State of the Union? Yes, we need to. This is going to be like an eight-hour podcast. Uh, State of the Union. The State of Our Union. All right, bro. We got a list of topics to cover. Uh, and you can add some if you want or not want. No, I think we'll be good. Okay. All right. Rumor about the X-Men titles being canceled. What's up with this? What is up with this? Oh, talk about freaking ruin my life. What do you think? I don't know what to think. The ru- I mean, the whole rumor started with, you know, it was an anonymous post on, on a website, but the, the, the points kind of add up and make sense. That, you know, Marvel is just super, super mad at Fox. <laughs> like, they hate Fox. <laughs> I mean, it's their fault that they sold the X-Men in the first place. And, right. But that's and, before they could even imagine that they would have a movie studio. Yeah. Like, Fox made it so that they would think it would be profitable for them to have their own movie studio. Yeah. X-Men is the one that started it. I mean, Blade had some success, but Blade could exist not as a superhero movie. X-Men started the superhero stuff. Right. And Marvel just is mad at Fox and doesn't want them to make any possible money off anything that would have to do with X-Men. So So they're they're willing to cut off their nose to spite their face? Yeah, yeah. So the rumor is that after Axis, Axis is going to bring all the mutants together under Havoc's leadership, and the X-Men are all going to be perished or pass away or go to an alternate universe or whatever may happen and i do see some of the clues like when onslaught first appeared the way that he was defeated was when heroes were born came about all the all the non-mutants jumped into his psychic energy and it defeated him and so if that's how it's going to be opposite in that, you know, Professor X and Magneto were mutants, Red Skull isn't. So it's just like everything's opposite. Like the the mutants are going to be the ones that sacrifice themselves. and Or I don't know if that's what's going to happen or what. Um, but I, I see the, that writing on the wall with stuff. And that that is also going to not only the X-Men titles be canceled, but that that will lead into this eight months down the road with the Avengers and an eventual reboot of the 616 Marvel Universe. Oh my goodness, don't don't talk like that. I don't want to, but that's what everyone is saying. There was a, a colorist, they did an interview with a colorist uh, for Marvel, and she had said that, um, I think she said it off the cuff, she didn't mean to say anything, that Disney is excited about um, restarting the Marvel Universe. Oh. And then combine that with this stuff, uh, we know that there's an eight-month gap, at least. So, I don't know. I, it makes me it makes me sad that to think that the the cash the former cash cow of Marvel could possibly be taken out over some kind of silly, stupid, petty agreement disagreement. 
Oh man, I don't know. Don't. <clears throat> I don't know what I would do if it if it restarted. I don't know if I would keep reading. Dude, what would happen to the Marvel Six One Six Politics show? We we would have to change it. Marvel Six One Seven. Yeah. Well. It would just, and I don't know that I, I love these characters. I love them so much. Like, there are, comics are like a part of our family. You know, these characters we've brought into our home and we put money into them and they they sit on our, our shelf and we talk about them and we dress up like them and, and like, it's it's a big part of our life. And then for them to just all of a sudden be gone and start up new, that's, that's no. You know, I don't know that I'm up for that oh man that would it would it would it would really hurt me yeah this is not dc they can restart their universe every five years but but marvel doesn't do that you know right well see huh, i like why would they hurt themselves would they restart within humans instead of mutants yeah that's what they're saying is that quicksilver and scarlet witch and possibly namor and a handful of others would not be canceled and leave over that it will be revealed that they were all never they never were mutants in the first place they were actually inhumans uh yeah who i mean who would have thought 10 years ago that the x-men would be gone and now the inhumans are marvel's x-men like people don't even know who black bolt and medusa were right man this is potentially very bad yeah and and i think with with Disney owning Marvel, even though the comics imprint is a super, super small part, they want uniformity along their lines. And for them to have comics that match exactly like the movie universe, which matches exactly like the animated universe, it makes sense in that regard. But to cancel you know, a third of their properties in the X-Men seems crazy. Well, listeners, we'll keep you posted on what we hear. I just, I mean, Disney has huge pocketbooks. Write Fox a check for $2 billion. I know it's going to cost a lot right now. But the way that, you know, X-Men is the biggest movie of the year worldwide. It will easily pay for itself in a couple years. Wait a minute, wait. X-Men was the biggest movie? It was more than Captain America? Worldwide? Yeah. Yes. Well... I mean, not everybody likes America. <laughs> no, but it was... I mean, X-Men is only in front of Captain America. Captain America is going to be number two for the year worldwide. And in America, it'll probably be number two as well. Wow. Yeah, right now, Lego Movie is beating it by $40,000. Beating what? Captain America. Oh. I know. Wow. Come on. And then Transformers comes out this weekend. Transformers comes out? I thought that was a next year movie. Uh, nope, it's already out. Today's Friday. <laughs> wow. I can't tell you how disinterested I am in that. Yeah, I'm totally... Jennifer and I see the previews. Like, this has been done a million times. This is the fourth time. Yep. It all, they all look the same. I'm not interested. All right, next uh, piece of business. Ultimate FF Cancelled. Mm, leading more to the rumors about Marvel cutting out the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Well, then, yeah, that's true. Um, 
But, you know, Fialkov did get sick and he couldn't finish it. And maybe they just decided to cancel it because he's off of uh, issue six. Somebody else had to write it. Well, not only that, but the sales for it were atrocious. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it sure. It was like issue two was 120 or 130 or 40. Like for a number two issue for the first family, that is not acceptable. But it's not even the Fantastic Four. It's right. like... Invisible Woman and War Machine and Falcon, isn't it? Right. Yeah, like, what? But, <laughs> but, so you see that part, but then also, you know, the Marvel 75th universe, I mean, Marvel 75th anniversary is coming out, and no Wolverine, no X-Men, no Fantastic Four, or any of the covers or promotion for it. Uh, we know that Marvel's mad at Fox, and there's rumors of a, a, you know, restarting. This does not help quench those rumors. Right. Right. They're actually filming Fantastic Four um, down by you. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're there right now in um, New Orleans or Baton Rouge. Um, right next to our house, like the next street over, there was a, a sign, you know, one of those yellow signs for movies mm -hmm. uh, for American Ultra or something like that. It's like I, we were driving by and we were like, holy cow, this, they're filming right here? But there's signs everywhere, man. If you're coming off the causeway, there's at least four different movies that are filming. I got a friend who is in Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, and they're filming at an abandoned um, Six Flags theme park. Since Katrina, oh. it was abandoned. Okay. And so, like, it's all grown up and everything. Whoa. Yeah. So you the, you and Jackie didn't have any interest. Um, we don't. I mean, we don't have the. We don't really have the time to go down there. Okay, you know, is it pretty far away? No, but I mean, like, in what we're doing right now, we don't we don't have the time to go. And I like we talked about this because I got a friend who, um, she's getting some commercials and she's getting some voiceover work, and uh, I would really like to get in that. But I, with stuff at work right now, there's no possible way I could take off a, a day here, a day there to go do this. Yeah, I understand. I understand. It would just be really cool if you were in the Fantastic Four movie. Our fans would not like us. But like, what? you're still in a Marvel movie. That's pretty cool to say. Oh, it's, I mean, I guess. I mean, you're the one telling me. Yeah, I mean, trust me. I know from experience it's really cool to say. <laughs> All right, what about uh, the one thing I wanted to bring up? Do you think maybe they're just saying, hey, Bendis, you can do whatever you want now that we're going to restart the Marvel Universe, and that's why he's bringing Miles into the X-Men? All new X-Men. Oh. Well, I think just Bendis is allowed to do whatever he wants, so I don't think... He, he probably didn't even ask. John that might Rebola be true. was like, oh, I guess... Okay, I guess Spider-Man's on the X-Men now. They don't realize <laughs> that. All right. Uh, Thanos' future use in films. What do you think? Yeah, I wasn't really sure what you wanted to discuss about this. Well, I just thought, do you think that the rumor or... or I think I read an article that said, yeah, yeah he's going to be a, a big part in the future of uh, Marvel films. Um, he just got cast. So do you think he'll show up in Avengers 2? Or do you think that he'll be an after credit scene? Or do you think that it's all going to culminate in Avengers 3? What do you think? Yeah, it's going to culminate in Avengers 3. And I think he's going to have an appearance in Avengers 2 to try because he's in Guardians of the Galaxy to kind of keep that continuity going, going on. So I... I know he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he'll be in Avengers 2. Um, the rest of the Phase 3 movies, 
haven't been exactly revealed, but I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in something like Doctor Strange or Thor 3. And, uh, yeah, he'll definitely... I think he's definitely the big baddie in Avengers 3. What do you think is going to be the next tying together movie franchise after Avengers? I think Inhumans. So you think that they're going to eventually do an Inhumans movie and then... Well, okay, I can see I that. Think I think it too, Avengers... I mean, they're going to... There's rumors of a Defenders franchise as well. Because they're setting up Doctor Strange. We've already got Hulk. Yep. Yeah, but we're going to get the Defenders in the Netflix part of the Marvel Cinematic U. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, my... my Because that's really just Heroes for Hire called the Defenders. Sure, you know? yeah. So I think, what, I think it's smart of Marvel to kind of have a couple basically different teams of Avengers, whether you call them Avengers or not. You know, if you can have the Avengers proper kind of maybe do some closing up with Avengers 3. You still have Mark Ruffalo uh, contracted for six to nine movies, and that's and he'll only have done three if he does Avengers 1, 2, and 3, no separate Hulk movie. So you can throw him in there. You're going to have Doctor Strange now. They could put Thor in there instead of Silver Surfer, you know? Sure. And whoever else they want, you know? A Scarlet Witch. Those four could be the Defenders, and they basically got an all-new Avengers franchise for the next, you know, ten years until Phase Five, <laughs> or Phase Eighteen, or, or whatever. I mean, Kevin Feige said he has it written on his in his office up until 2028. Good for him. You, could, I mean, Black Panther could be in there. Yeah, that's true. That's All right. My thought. Uh, I'm just telling you what I think. What are you? What do you think? No, I, I'm I'm pretty on. I'm I don't know if he'll be a villain in the Marvel U past Avengers three. So I, Thanos. Yeah, I think we're yeah. pre- pretty much on the same page on that. Um, um, Nathan next- Fillion cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you mad? Does this matter to you at all? Um, I've not read about it. I know that he is in it, but I don't know about who he is or any of that because I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't think... Do you care about this actor? Yeah, he's awesome. Castle. Okay, all right. He, I know that like he was supposed to be a uh, fan favored for the Green Lantern. He was in Firefly. Uh, so, and it's a Joss Whedon thing. You know, the Joss Whedon Marvel Universe type thing. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't know why he's in this or why I would even care. Oh, okay. Because there are spoilers out there about who he is in the movie, but I don't. I'm trying to stay away from those. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just having a cameo appearance. I don't know. He might just. Maybe he just does. Maybe he's just an alien. Maybe he's just whatever. <laughs> but I'm trying to keep a, away from that. Keep away because the movie has already screened for some people. Oh. So I don't want to know the end scene. I don't want to know any of that stuff. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any affection for him, or do you not care? I think he's... I've never seen Castle, um, but I think he's fun and talented. I, I can't remember what I've seen him in, actually. Hmm. There, there was some series that I watched that he was in, but I haven't seen Firefly. I watched the movie, Serenity, but I can't remember what else he was in. I know he's, I've seen him in other stuff. I don't know. 
I'm pretty neutral on that. Okay. Um, new look for Dazzler. What do you think? Barf. Barf. Yeah, not not good. No. No, this is not ultimate Dazzler. Yeah. Why? What is why why is it needed? We ha- she had a new look which was good. The Agent of Shield look. Which she never even really got to do. <laughs> right, exactly. She got taken out and put in a hospital bed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, he has said... Bendis has said that Dazzler is one of his favorite characters, but the way he treats her, you would think he hated her. <laughs> I, I, I finally was interested in her character, and she's, you know... Been Mystique. Yep. Um... Man, I broke my rules and I was bidding on. I went to this comic, this used comic shop. Okay. Go with me on this. All right. So a used, okay. a right. used bookstore actually that has a bunch of comics. And so I started looking through the comics and they had zero Peter Parker Spider-Man, um, issue seventy-five to ninety-eight, which I'm currently collecting. None. And so I broke down and I looked on eBay and lo and behold, one whole lot of Peter Parker Spider-Man Volume 2, Issue 75 through 98. Okay. And I started bidding on it and then I got beat out and I didn't re-up because I was like, no, I'm breaking my rules. What are your rules? No eBay, no Amazon. What? I didn't know this. Yeah, I told you what my rules were. No, you didn't. Yeah, my collecting rules. Oh, yeah, those are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. I think Any. I'm gonna pick a, a couple more, uh, a couple more series. Like one of the, I, I in 2001 there was a a Deadpool series. I don't know who was doing it, but there was a Deadpool Punisher crossover two issue mini crossover. Okay. And, like, the covers on that Deadpool series were phenomenal. I remember one where an elephant or a rhinoceros was sitting on Deadpool. And it was, like, I don't think it was inked, but it just looked really, really cool. Uh And I think I'm going to go back and try to collect that series. Okay. Yeah, you don't really collect many titles. You should do that. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie, we don't need to pay the mortgage this month. (laughs) Okay, Deathlock series by Nathan Edmondson. What do you think? I don't care. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Deathlock. I'm not either. Um, last one I read was that Marvel Knights series, which was not good. Um, it was like three years ago. And then, but Nathan Edmondson, he does the Punisher and he does Black Widow, so I don't know if he's gonna add a third book. And it's going to be, like, the exact same book. Because right now, Black Widow and Punisher are pretty much the same book. Mm. So, um, which I don't mind that. He's good at that type of book. But why why have a third? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, Death of Wolverine, limited series. What do you think? Um, I'm sad that Wolverine's going to die. <laughs> I like Wolverine. <laughs> Do you think there's still... You know, they had the Marvel Knights uh, Spider-Man while Peter Parker was dead. Do you still think they'll keep Savage Wolverine? Or are they trying to get rid of the character altogether? 
I think they're trying... I mean, they're mad at Fox. They're going to kill Wolverine. This also leads into all the Axis stuff, you know? There's all... Uh, I don't know. I just I keep getting frustrated and riled up when we talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also talk that they're, the lawyers are looking at the the uh, contracts as close as possible to see if they can figure out a loophole for characters that didn't uh, you know, debut in the X-Men titles but oh. are just X-Men characters because that would be Wolverine, Mystique, and Rogue right there. Right. So, I don't know. Um, Death Wolverine, it's... A, it's I, I want to say, oh, it's, you know, Wolverine's growing as a character, but really they're just killing him. So he's not growing as a character. Right. I haven't, I haven't really cared for this Wolverine in this suit always being afraid of death. It just changes who he is. Right. What, yeah. do you got, what about you? No, I just, I, why, why have a limited series? Just do it in the title proper, you know? It's like, just get it done. If you're gonna If you're going to hype it this much and milk the character for all it's worth until you shoot yourself in the foot. Just the whole thing seems stupid. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're doing. Oh, we should definitely work at Marvel. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about the inhuman slow start in the Marvel Universe? Remember they had the inhumanity, and then they had inhumans, and there was this huge gap between one and two? It yeah. seems like that was like six months ago. We should be on issue like four or five. What's going on? Why are we dragging our feet? Are you talking about the Inhuman proper? Yeah. Um, well, Joe Madrera is notorious for drawing slow. Oh, really? Notorious. Ah. Yeah. He doesn't even finish Battle Chasers from the 90s. <laughs> now, there is another option here. Uh, Charles Soule, he's... He just, I don't know, he was the current writer on um, Thunderbolts, mm -hmm. but they had a new writing team, Blacker and Acker. Ben Blacker and Ben Acker. <laughs> That's crazy, right? <laughs> they just started this Punisher versus the Thunderbolts thing. Um, he writes uh, She-Hulk. He writes some titles for DC. And he is a full-time lawyer. What? Yeah. And so they gave him Inhumans. And so I, I, but I mean, apparently he can keep up. But he is a, he owns a law firm. He's a partner in a law firm. Whoa. Yeah. And then other writers can't even get one, one uh, book to write. I know. I know. Aww. I also heard that Colin Bunn is doing the exact same thing with Magneto as he is with Sinestro over in DC. Oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> you say with pride. <laughs> uh, okay, what about Brian Wood taking over Moon Knight? Yeah, I don't really care about Moon Knight either. So I don't, honestly, I just don't have much of an opinion. But I know Moon Knight's one of your characters. I like him. I've, I liked uh, Warren Ellis on it. It was really cool. So, But I am looking forward to Brian Wood on it. Because I think he brings more to the table on a... If he has one character to focus on, then you know the X Men, the X Women. Yeah, uh, we'll find out. <laughs> I, I guess so. Uh, Thor, Iron Man, Iron Patriot, and Loki, Agent of Asgard. When I went through my DCBS order this month, none of those titles were on it. 
Any idea? Has have they been canceled? No, Iron Patriot's gonna get canceled. Uh, but the other three, I haven't have not been canceled. Why would they skip a month? I don't, this doesn't really seem like a State of the Union. This seems like a customer service. Question. <laughs> <laughs> I just I brought it up because I thought that you would because I know you checked the solicits. Were they in the solicits? Uh, off off the top of my head, I don't I don't know. Oh, okay. We can I can pull it up in a matter of seconds though. Mere seconds. Well, I was surprised that Thor and Iron Man weren't in there. I mean, I was less surprised about Iron Man because it's terrible. I mean, Kieran Gillen, he's a good writer, but the book is just so. It's just, it's so inflationary. Oh, let's just set up a new city and everything works great and we have independent power and the rest of the Marvel universe has nothing to worry about. And yet, none of that trickles down. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a shame when they're not more connected. Right, and, and the non-connectedness... Like, Thor is not really connected to the Marvel Universe. Um, but it's still a compelling story because you have the future of, of Earth in one and then what's going on in Broxton right now. I mean, it exists, but nobody's talking about it. But this is just like, these changes have to affect the rest of the world, whereas the stuff in, in Thor doesn't necessarily have to, you know? All right, you looking up yeah. the solicits? You got it? I, I'm looking up. Did you say... You there? Andy? Hello? 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 Yes? Did you say August? Yeah, whatever just came out. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, yes, August. Yes. Are they in there? Yeah. Loki's not. Is Thor or Iron Man? Well, I, I closed it down because it's making our internet connection. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. You ready to move on or did you have any other topics? No. Which um, which one? No, you're not ready to move on, or no, you didn't have any more topics. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's leave a warm welcome back for the Tino Awards. The Tino Awards. The Tino Awards, arguably the best segment in our podcast. I don't know who's out there arguing about this, but... Yeah, for real. For reals, yo. All right, how many you got? I have... Uh, four. You have four? Man, oh man. Every time, every time you give me a, a hard time on this. What? How many do you have? One? Two. Oh, yeah, you usually only have two. Yeah, there you go. Predictable. Well, I don't have to do four. No, no, no. Why not? Well, actually, I probably won't do four because the one I didn't really talk about. Well, we kind of did. Okay. Yeah, what? we did. Never mind. <laughs> All right. What's your first one? <laughs> Goodbye so long. Goodbye, baby. You're driving me crazy. You thought you had the baby, but I was about your way.
Okay, this could be several things. <laughs> uh, it could be Brian Wood leaving the X-Men book. No. Ah, okay. If they're rebooting the Marvel Universe? Yes. Oh. All right. All right. Mine was uh, Undercover Agent for the Blues. You took me I would say that would be Nick Fury being revealed that he's really old. Nope. Mm, undercover is the keyword I'm using with that. Agent. Agent. Oh. <laughs> agent and blues. <laughs> oh, okay. A blue agent. Not oh, No, blue beast. is in sadness. Beast. No. Did we talk about beast? No. Mystique. Nope. Blue as in sadness. Oh, I thought you said not as in sadness. No, as in sadness. Okay, so an undercover sad person. No, you are... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it because the X title's canceled? Nope. Okay. Is it Avengers? Nope. Is it Original Sin? Nope. Okay, whatever. It's one of the topics we covered. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dazzler's new look. Agent Dazzler's new look. Okay. Yeah, you're sad. <laughs> you're sad because of her new look. But, but you didn't know that. I I banked on it, and if you didn't bring it up, I was going to tell you how <laughs> sad I was. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, all right, whatever. Uh, Your turn. <laughs> uh, all mine are I Can Tina songs. Just to let you know, too. Oh, oh, that's good. I went old school. Because I have those. Teams. Since we brought the teen awards back after being gone for so long. <laughs> um, bold Soul Sister. <laughs> Okay, um, is this, is it Emma Frost turning diamond and smacking her in the face? Whoa, I'm impressed. Did you, is that right? Yes. All right, all right. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, uh, you know what, uh, yeah, I guess it was. Are you like taking notes on things I'm saying? I'm trying, <laughs> you know, I have to get these right. You are. This is, like, this is not the movie theater, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you hit me at my lowest point. <laughs> All right, this one should be easy for you. Funny how time slips away.
Oh, that be with the X-Men being canceled? No. The eight-month leap? Sure, yeah, the leaps that they're going through in the future. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Man. All right, you, you got you got two more. Well, the other one I'm not going to do because I didn't talk about that part. I okay. wanted to. Um, come together. Come together right now. Oh, please just put Tina on. <laughs> Over me. Okay, I have two ideas. You want the X titles to come together into some clear direction? No. Okay. Uncanny Avengers, the with no. Axis, you no. the, what? No. Oh, oh boy. Oh, you don't like the schism? And no. you want them to come together? No. Oh, dang it. Is it an issue we talked about or a State of the Union topic? It's an issue. Uh, hmm. Oh, the the Earth's colliding? No. <laughs> okay, I give up. It was all the different characters coming together in Original Sin. Oh, okay. I can see, I'll give that to you. I'll be more generous oh. than you. Uh, uh, uh. You don't have to give it to me. It was right. <laughs> I specifically said how much I liked all the people coming together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, rewind the tape. Yeah. <laughs> the tape. Oh, that's how I'm doing this. I have a Walkman. Oh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, my other one was going to be I Smell Trouble because I was going to talk about how Inhumans is getting off to such a slow start. This could show that maybe, you know, it's it's troubled waters. They're not getting it launched like they had planned on. That's what I, Yeah, I was kind of wondering that, too, and that's... But when you said Joe Mad is notoriously late, they probably knew that going in. They probably said, oh, it's good. It'll be a slow start. They they might like that. And that could be it, too. It, it's just, but it is very, there's a lot of time in between each issue, it seems like. Yeah, very much so. All right, well, thank you for joining us again for another Marvel 616 Politics. Email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. You will visit our website, marvel616politics.com. Our forum, marvel616politics.com slash forum press. And of course, Twitter, at 616politics. You can look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash marvel616politics. You can give us a call and leave us a message or ask us a question, 616-755-TINA. You can look us up on Instagram. Our handle is marvel616politics. Can look us up on YouTube, uh, Marvel Six One Six Politics. No spaces in between Marvel Six One Six and Politics. And we are sponsored by DCBS Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Get all your pre-orders, single issues for forty percent off. Also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership, which is CRPSavings.com. They're a membership program for thirty-nine dollars. You can save on all the things that you'll need from Office Depot for the rest of your life. We're also sponsored by MichaelWebSolutions.com for all of your SEO and internet website needs. All right. I guess that about wraps it up. So until next time, make yours Marvel 616.
616 politics. they don't put health ingredients on a package of oatmeal ew why would you eat oatmeal because i'm hungry right now i'm sorry this uh says copyright 2010 ew. 